0: Here we are again. I'm Peter Alsop. Thanks for stopping by. Our song to you this week is Salmon and the Dragon. I wrote it originally for a series of wellness stories written for kids by Dr. Joe Courier. A little boy named Garbedian periodically visits the mysterious home of the Welland people who live in Welland World. We also use this song on In the Hospital, the album I made with my buddy Bill Harley and two wonderful pediatric nurses from Seattle Children's Hospital who instigated the whole project, Diane Gates and Penny Peffley. They also wrote most of the notes and some of the songs. We won the Best Children's Album of the Year Award from the National Association of Independent Record Distributors in 1983. Doctors and nurses in pediatric hospitals still use it to help kids and families today. We'll talk more about our song after we listen to it. Here's Samet and the Dragon. How come you're wearing a baseball cap and earrings?
1: Because my hair fell out. The chemotherapy drugs they give us to kill the cancer kills your hair too. This
0: is really serious.
1: Just because something's serious doesn't mean it's not funny. Here, check out what I did to my head.
0: Whoa! <laughs> Whoa look, <laughs> look at a tattoo of a pig in a dress. Yeah. What great imagery. What's imagery?
1: You make pictures in your head. I think about the weak little yellow cancer cells being chased around and chewed up by hundreds of little girl pigs. <laughs> I'm doing stuff like that with my cancer.
0: Hey, I know a song about a kid kid named Sammet who used imagery to help himself get better. You want to hear it here? Yeah! Okay, yeah. sure. Okay. Every
1: evening, just at bedtime, Sammet puts his armor on jumps up on his great white stallion, grabs his sword and then he's gone. Riding faster than the wind, he races through the countryside. Moonlight streaming down on him, he's off to fight the dragon that's been burning him inside. Soon he sees the giant body of a little boy asleep. Rides up to the giant ear and listens to the giant breathe. He knows the giant's really him, and he must go inside it seems. He's bigger than a mountain range. And Samit knows the dragons waiting in the land of dreams. And Samet yells his battle cry. and knows they're the afraid. Through the twisting, turning tunnels, hoofbeats beats pound the passageways. Along the bloody, steaming rivers, within the giant's neck, brave salmon gallops through the maze. Through the viney sinew forest, under tendon trees and bone, They can feel the dragon roaring Soon they'll reach the dragon's home Then through the smoke of burning flesh The dragon's laughter cuts the air He throws his hot and stinking breath The stallion trips brave Samet falls into the dragon's lair Then Samet sees the dragon's eye He sees the hint of fear within could it be Haru Harai? The dragon is afraid of him. The power runs through Samut's arms, it feels a rainbow light inside. He draws his mighty healing sword and strikes the fire breathing monster right between the eyes. The dragon knows his days are numbered. His fire's gone, he turns to run He's growing smaller, growing weaker And Sammit knows the time has come He raises up his healing sword He's stronger than the foul disease The dragon screams and disappears And now the giant body of this boy can heal him Whistles for his stallion who comes, running to his master's side. And Salmon leaps up on his back, and off again for home they ride. Off again for home. Every evening, just at bedtime, Samet puts his armor on, jumps up on his great white stallion, grabs his sword, and then he's gone.
0: I got to work with my old pals, Michelle Brauman on piano, and Miriam Cutler and Shelby Flint, who sang all the background vocals, Norm Roper played drums, and Peter Spellman played bass guitar, and we had two other master musicians, Novi Novog, who played her electric viola, and Fred Tackett on lead guitar. What a treat to play music with such accomplished musicians and wonderful, fun people. As with many of my other recording projects, Sam is part of In the Hospital, which is a long-form story. We're also used to hearing short sound bites these days, so... I'd encourage any of you who are interested to download and listen to the entire album. For this Songs to you podcast, we'll use some of the notes from the original booklet that we wrote and released with our In the Hospital album. For years now, there has been a growing acceptance among traditional medical professionals about using visualization techniques to help patients support their own internal healing processes. When patients visualize their body's own natural defense systems operating inside of them, it helps them heal and protect themselves from toxic outside invaders or out-of-balance immune systems. We see them relax and become part of the team of people who work to make them healthier. Children are very receptive to mental imaging or visualizing stories, as it's something we all do naturally as children when we listen to stories or daydreams. Actively engaging a child's imagination can really be helpful on a number of different levels. It's used as a way of enhancing and participating in our own healing process, and it can create a pleasant alternative to the boredom that creeps in when we're in bed waiting to feel better. Visualizing new, healthier stories can also help us cope with painful or unpleasant events and sensations. Of course, it's best utilized along with medical treatment, not as a substitute. Nowadays, most medical professionals avoid using the phrase terminal illness. We now recognize how our minds and bodies are integrally connected and that Thinking about our illness as terminal may lessen our ability to mobilize our own internal defenses and depress our will to live. People do die from diseases, but there are other terms, such as catastrophic illness or life-threatening disease, that are at least open-ended labels permitting hope to live. I have another song about the importance of encouraging that kind of hope in a medical setting. It's called No One Knows For Sure, and you can find my illustrated short music video of that song on my YouTube channel if you want. In order to help some children use imagery to visualize their sickness and treatment, we might ask what the child thinks their sickness looks like. It's important to use their images. Some answers children have given include seeing cancer cells as bits of food being eaten by an animal, or yellow bubbles that fish gobble up, or a snowball being melted away by heat rays, or a video game image of floating targets that get shot down or vaporized. When a child engages in guided visualization, They report that their pain seems more distant and less upsetting. Sometimes this technique can be used to help with mild nausea. We've suggested that they think about a boat being tossed back and forth on rough, stormy waters. Then, with each breath, the water becomes calmer and the boat slows its rocking until it gently floats on smooth water. We just keep watching the boat until it stops. For relaxation, diversion, or a pleasant alternative to boredom or discomfort, we might ask a child to lie in a comfortable position, close their eyes, then we ask them to draw a picture inside their head, maybe themselves swinging at a familiar playground or riding a bike with the wind on their face, or imagine that they're swimming in a warm pool. We ask them to describe what they might see, feel, hear, and smell. Gradually, they learn to do this for themselves, and they need less direction. A child who experiences discomfort from a fever can try using imagery to lower their temperature. They might close their eyes and think of floating in a glacier-fed lake or an ice-cold tub or of lying on top of Mount Everest, drinking a frosty glass of cold juice while holding ice cubes in their hands. (laughs) Sometimes this is very effective, and people have reported a 2 to 3 degree drop in body temperature. Sometimes it isn't as effective, and then we might need to use some medication to bring their temperature down. Sometimes when the temperature isn't too high, we can imagine our body heating up to take care of itself and fighting off any infecting microbes more effectively. Visualization, like a lot of things, becomes more effective with practice. People who have used it most successfully have made it part of their daily routine in combination with deep relaxation. And it's not just for sick kids. More and more folks, adults who run businesses and parents and other able-bodied people and elderly people, Use imagery to help change some of the stories we carry within us so we can familiarize ourselves with other possible outcomes than the ones that we've inherited over and over again from repeating the same stories to ourselves. We can certainly chew on more of these ideas and explore further. But that's it for now. Please feel free to keep chewing and exploring on your own or with your friends or family. I'm Peter Alsop. I'll be back next week with another song to chew. And you can review all our other episodes anytime you want. Bye for now.